0: In your mind For you and variety I'm trying to decide. I'm your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean my size, you're feeling? We are here
1: Inside the RV, dude, we're doing this fucking podcast. right it. now I'm so stoked. Cool. We' we'll talking about this for a minute. I know. dude. Finally here? Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, business, life. Um, Work ethic, discipline, execution All of the things that come along with being an entrepreneur I really am trying to do this just to have a conversation That is pretty similar to all the shit we usually talk about Mm -hmm. Because I feel like you and I get into some fucking crazy conversations Mm -hmm. And we'll just like We'll be driving And you'll be like Did you do your power list today? (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then I'll
1: be like, stuff. yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I did my power list. And then you'll just be like, yeah, dude, because you know the power list, this, this, and that. You'll just start fucking going
0: off. And then I feed off that. So yeah, man. I definitely, I definitely feel like we have like in-depth conversations that I don't know, maybe some people want to hear. So we're like, might as yeah. well just throw on a podcast and see uh, if people like what we talk about. I don't know. I feel like it's, we definitely don't have like bland conversations. Like it's yeah. always like some deep shit in a way. Yeah, and, man. Yeah. and
1: no, I agree. And like, I think I guess to start off, I mean, who who are we? Like, what the fuck do we do, bro? It's like, it's pretty crazy to kind of sit here and reflect on it, because, like, what we've been doing is the shit that we've been doing for a minute, like, a couple years. I mean, it mm-hmm. goes back, like, our whole lives. Yep. We've been doing creative projects and stuff, but, I mean, for new listeners, people coming up right here, I'm Jacob Moore. This is Ryan Ramirez. We work together as an artist manager and artist duo, fucking powerhouse team mm-hmm. right here, and... um, yeah, I agreed to be Ryan's manager formally like two years ago. Professional
0: manifestors.
1: Professional manifestors. <laughs> professional power listers, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. you want to call it. But yeah, man. Nah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So this podcast is literally just us talking a bunch of shit about all of our adventures as entrepreneurs, us coming up in a pretty wild industry. It's I, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I can totally agree with that. And I think I think there's a lot of valuable conversation that mm-hmm. that, that can be had here. And you and I like I said we're 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 a good duo man so yep. I I like that we fire each other up but um for sure yeah man to start I mean just talking about execution and shit like how we executed on this podcast like how
0: important is execution execution is everything man cuz I feel like you get like three types of people right you get like person one who talks about what they want to do you know what I'm saying but never really follows through with it never learns anything just kind of talks likes to talk you know there's a lot of those people then you get person two who who learns a lot you know who like takes in a lot of information on youtube or whatever all day but doesn't take action and then there's person three who executes and i think the execution is the most important part because that's really where you get results that's really how you learn that's i mean i think like taking action is the best way to learn instead of just knowledge which is just as important but it's like I don't know. I feel like the executioner is always the one who wins in the end, you know.
1: I think there's knowledge in execution too because yeah. it's like there there I want to touch on the distinction between working hard and working smart, right? Working smart is sitting and drawing up a plan for three hours, and you're like, you know, we could do this. It could potentially go this way. Here are our risks. Here's the most probable outcome of this, whatever. That's working smart. You're trying to mitigate risk, trying to plan as best as you can. And then there's working hard, where you just take the hammer and the nail, and you fucking go brute force, and you Mm -hmm. just start putting shit together and start Mm -hmm. doing your thing. Both of them have their advantages and disadvantages, but... I think one thing that is important, if you're like a smart worker, which a lot of people tend to be, I mm-hmm. think like we're like that to an extent. Yeah. If you're one of those smart workers, you may miss out on actually executing and mm-hmm. taking actionable steps towards your goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking you know, yeah. guilty of doing that shit too, like a yeah. motherfucker. Like you already know, you know, we can get into it. But, and then, but, but there is a there is a level of, of working smart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you're going to sit there and just grab the hammer and the nails and you haven't even put together the instructions and you don't know exactly what you're building or trying to build, mm-hmm. well, then you're just wasting your fucking energy. Yeah. So so I, I would say more of, I encourage more people to take that aspect of action and fucking execute. Yeah. You know what I so mean? That's important. But working smart is also obviously a very important yeah. factor in executing properly.
0: Honestly, dude, I think it's both. Like, work... You know, they say either work hard or work smart, but I think it's both. I think it's work smart and work hard. Same thing with quality and quantity nowadays, especially with content and everything. Like, you got to have quality and, and, and quantity, you know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, there's someone else who's probably putting in more work and more time into what you're trying to do, and I think that's, like, a healthy way to look at it because you don't want to get complacent, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always more work to do. There's always, like, take it this way, like... I really look up to Kobe Bryant Mm -hmm. and Michael Jordan. Um, I'm not a basketball player, and I never really was, but I take the mentality that they have and just kind of try to apply it to what I do. You know what I'm saying? I think you do that too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's always, their mindset is very like, I'm never satisfied. Mm -hmm. You know, I get up every day, and I know there's always more work to do, and I know that I can always do better, and there's someone else out there who's trying to take my spot. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always one there's always some kid out there that I don't know about that's hungrier yeah. than I am. You know what I'm saying? So I I like to think of myself as like okay, how can I be that kid though? How can I be the hungrier yeah. one who people don't um aren't ready for? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and I've always seen myself as an underdog and I think you probably have too like cuz we're 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 the same in a lot of ways, so I don't know. I think that um there's a lot of power to the underdog mentality and just like Yeah when people don't expect that you are going to do something big and not talking about it but just doing it you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah yeah bro
1: god damn that mentality is a blessing and a curse bro it is <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse cuz yeah. i mean it 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 you know propels you to reach new levels that you maybe didn't even think you could achieve it's pretty fucking crazy like the fact that we're even doing this podcast right yeah, now yeah. dude it's like it's amazing because I don't feel satisfied. Like I don't feel satisfied, and a lot of good things have been happening. Like you know, we'll get into it. Like yeah. your Spotify numbers have been going up. Yeah. Like we're seeing a lot of growth in in the music realm. I'm growing as a person. You're growing as a person. Like there's so much to be satisfied mm-hmm. for. But as you said, like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, like mm-hmm. the greats of the fucking greats. Like there there is no limit, mm-hmm. and you can't really have a limit. You can't put a limit on yourself because, as you said in an interview, I think in the Voyage LA interview, like the mm-hmm. first one you did, or some shit like that you said that you got to set your fucking goal high, bro. Yeah. You got to set that shit 20 times higher than you think you could even reach because how's it? It's like, it's like, you're going to, even if you fall short of it, you're going to push yourself. You, you work up to it. You're going to,
0: you're going to play to the level of your goals. Okay. So like if you set a super high goal, that's probably unrealistic. You're at least going to fall a little, a little bit farther than if you set a goal that was lower, you know what I'm saying? So like for me, right, my goal, which sounds ridiculous and crazy, which Probably maybe could happen, but it's to become the biggest artist in the world, the highest grossing, most impactful artist of the 2020s. And nowadays, I'm not afraid to say that because I'm gonna own up to it. I'm gonna put in the work, but I'd rather set that goal. And maybe it doesn't happen, but I play to the level. My every day-to-day tasks reflect getting that goal. So I'm gonna play harder or work harder than if I had a goal of like to become a, a an artist who makes an okay income off of music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gonna push me harder and more to uh to my to my true potential, which I feel like is actually bigger than we think it is. You know what I'm saying? So there's always there's always more. I just feel like you can place limits in your mind, or you can place um yeah, you can place limits in your mind and that's just gonna screw you up, or you can place limit or uh milestones that can take you even higher. So Yeah. And I think Dude, I think work ethic is like entirely
1: transferable. Yeah. Like I okay, I went to fucking college for almost 5 years getting a degree, meeting all types of pretty pretty awesome people, meeting a lot of fucking shitheads too. I'm going to be straight up like I met I met the the dudes who I met the Ryan is. Like, I'll straight mm-hmm. up say, like, I met, I met the dudes like you who, like, they didn't give a fuck if they were picking up trash or they were breaking a fucking sweat setting something up or if they had an eight-hour shift and they got all their work done in 30 minutes or, or they, they could have gotten all their work done in 30 minutes yeah. or they fucked off for the next seven and a half hours. But there's that group of people, guys, girls, whoever it is, it doesn't discriminate. There's this mentality of, like, work your fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is transferable mm-hmm. because... Like I said, it doesn't matter what you're doing, but if you're that guy at work who's like, ah, this isn't my real job, like I haven't even gotten my degree yet, when I get my 9 to 5 and I'm in the real world, it'll be all good. Well, no, guess what? You're fucking off right now, and yeah. you're you're being lazy, and that work ethic will transfer. If you don't immediately act today and take the actions necessary to build yourself into that person who works to their mm-hmm. fullest potential and extent and tries to continually push that, mm-hmm. you're not going to fucking grow unless you're, unless you're that person. So I just... You know, I I think I was uh, guilty of doing that Mm -hmm. for a long time, too. And then I kind of had that reality check where I was like, damn, if I don't start today, I'm I'm not going to start at all. And people (laughs) realize, like,
0: someone who works at McDonald's, for example, but has, like, ambitions to be, I don't know, more successful with something else they want to do. Like, they don't realize those skills that you're building at McDonald's. Let's say you make the best burger, right, in the whole in the whole branch or the whole company or whatever it is like you're you're training yourself to really become competitive and the best you can be in that certain field and that transfers to everything else you're doing so it's like would you rather kind of and i'm not gonna lie the times i had retail jobs and stuff like that you know i had phases where i would just kind of show up and like be lazy and shit you know what i'm saying but um then uh, you know a lot other times i stepped it up and i was like you know what I'm going to I'm going to really take initiative and when I did that and I worked harder at those jobs and really didn't take for granted the small little positions of those jobs then I noticed like my relationship with my boss and like the managers there like I was like cooler with them than other people but it wasn't like a fake cooler it was like it was like yo like Ryan busts his ass mm-hmm. and he actually provides value for the company so we like him and it's just like we're going to it's just gonna be an easier way to work like I feel like there's a lot of workers especially like in retail and stuff that um, they just have bad um, what's it relationships with their managers because like they just don't care like you have to care like that's the difference like you have to care what you're doing no matter what it is and I feel like the people who care about the details with whatever they're doing in their life, those are like the winners and the champions and the people who really create like a legacy you know in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's how I see Well, okay. The, the th- it's like real, recognize real. Mm-hmm.
1: Like if, if if you if you go and and work your fucking tail off, or and and that's subjective. Like what working your fucking ass off is entirely subjective. Like mm-hmm. it's I, I think it's not it's not even go work your ass off. It's more of go and work to your fullest fucking potential. Mm-hmm. And people who are successful want others to succeed. Your your boss is in a higher position than you. You know. Obviously, some, some people are dicks. Some, pe- some people are in mm-hmm. positions that they yeah. maybe don't deserve based on their personality or whatever it is. But but for the most part, if your manager is, is a little bit level above you or whatever in terms of your job descriptions and they see you busting your ass, they're going to reach a hand out and try to pull you up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have this skewed w- worldview where they think that everyone above them is trying to fuck them in some way or something mm-hmm. like that. When in reality, you can't achieve a high level yeah. in something if you're fucking stepping on people's necks, yeah. what you gotta sure. do is grab each other's hands and shit and help boost each other up. And, and, yeah. and it's like,
0: it's like attitudes contagious too. Like if you show up, yes. to, if you show up to work and you just are pissed yes. off and like short with your manager and shit like that, like that's gonna rub off and you're not really gonna create a strong relationship with the manager. And dude, like there have been cases where like my boss or manager at the job I was working at, I built such a good relationship with them that they gave me opportunities outside of the job. Like I used to work at this um, medical imaging company in Santa Monica, and I'm still cool with like um, the bosses of that company because I feel like, you know, I showed up and I really created value at the place, and they told me that too. And it only created more opportunity. It it just created friendships. Like it's just it's just positivity. Like it's like it's a contagious attitude that I feel like, and maybe it didn't even inspired other people in the workplace to work even harder or do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there's only, only good can come out of that. Like showing up to work when, even when you don't feel like it. And I think that's the key part when you don't feel like having a good attitude or don't feel like having working hard, like that's the most critical part time to really actually step it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's the difference.
1: And you'll know when you're ready to like move realms, like Ryan used to pull up to that work and do moonwalks through the hallway. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) And then one day they were like, Ryan, go and he went you mean that and then he fucking moonwalked out of there oh! yeah, he's yeah. like went out there and became a fucking music
0: artist yeah so now, we, what's up we, so we had those questions right yeah yeah oh, okay, we had okay. questions I want to yeah, yeah. pull one through? up because I feel like there was one that I think would would start off the whole podcast series like good all right hit it <laughs> cuz i mean it's pretty simple but okay well, how do i That's get there? real second. quick though go ahead to plug us on our
1: instagrams Hit us up on Instagram. We're trying to, I mean, I don't know how often we're going to do this show. I want to do this shit like once a week, I, I, yeah. as often as we fucking can. Me and Ryan meet up and drink Trulies and shit like almost every fucking day, and we have these amazing conversations. And that's that's once it's earned, though, after we, you know, after a yeah. long day of work, we come here and, like, we have good conversations. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, hit us on Instagram at J-A-C-X-B-M-O-O-R-E at Ryan Ramirez official. Drop us questions. Let's talk. Like, let's
0: create a fucking conversation. And one thing before we get onto this, like, I want to stretch that, we are the type of people that, no matter who you are, if you hit us up, we're going to reply. Yeah. Like, we we are not those kind of guys where it's like, yo, I don't want to hit him up because he's going to leave me on red because mm-hmm. I don't know him or, like, yeah. he thinks he's cooler. Like, nah, like, I literally reply to everybody yeah. because I feel like there's strength in relationships and, like, friendships and, like, yeah. why not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely, bro. I love people. So, anyways, so this question, I think, would start off the series pretty good, so... At Melissa Cardona 26 Shout out, Melissa. Shout out. She's dope. Um, she's been a fan for a while. How did you guys meet? Um, how did Jacob and Ryan meet? And by the way, you guys are the best. So thank you for that, thank you. Melissa. Appreciate it. But um, I feel like we can give like a short, brief uh, timeline.
1: Brief. Oh, wow. It was a cold winter, December. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it. Hit it you off. You want me to start? Hit that shit off. Okay.
0: You can fill in the gaps, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> I thought we met in first grade, but he swears we met in kindergarten. So, so I roll. Kindergarten. So I roll. I'll roll with kindergarten. We met in kindergarten. I don't remember meeting him to be honest. I think we just like became friends somehow. Like I don't remember like the, the time by the slide or the swing. You know what I'm you saying? Know? No. <laughs> um, but kindergarten. So it's gone way back. Um, when um, and uh, throughout the years, like I feel like we've always been like just like these creative young kids. You know, what I'm saying like we've always just had interest in like cool things that weren't just generic. Like, I mean, I was into sports too, but I feel like we weren't those typical kids that were like, let's just play football catch. Like, there was always some interesting shit we, we were on to some into fi- we were on some icarly yeah, shit, bro. For sure, we, yeah, yeah. I remember I got this flip video camera. It's called a flip video, and it's like a small. Um, Easy, like, just press record and go. Like, hold yeah. flip camera. And we filmed our whole phases with that thing. Yeah, like, bro. We that were into, crazy. like, skating, scootering, biking. Comedy. Comedy. <laughs> we tried to... Uh, we At that time, iCarly was out. And so we were trying to mimic them with, like, a, our own web show and do that. Um, singing videos. We got into music together. We, we started playing bands together, like, in seventh grade. Um we had a band called The Spoils. We had a few bands. It was The Spoils, The Rock Tribe. The f- oh my God, bro! It was you, me, and Ronnie. The Rock Tribe. Yeah. That's what we called that the shit. The Rock Tribe. Yeah. Oh shit, dude! I'm having I just nostalgia everywhere right yeah. here, dude. And That's crazy. We had a little book of songs. I had a song called. Um, oh, I don't remember. I remember your song was called "Breaking the Silence." Yeah. I yeah. forgot what mine was called. Uh, I think it was like "The Rock God" or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm
1: just writing about myself, the rock guy. Yeah,
0: so it's it's interesting. Cause like nine years old. It's interesting because like I'm an R and B artist now and shit, but um, we were like rock stars though at that time. And Jacob still is a rock star. You know that's still his thing. But um, we were into like rock. Um, I was into like Motley Crue, Poison, all these like '80s glam rock bands because my dad was a drummer, so like he kind of showed me that kind of stuff. And we started forming a bands together. We played at the seventh grade talent show it was probably the best. That was the highlight of my life. I got yeah. more girls in the seventh fucking grade than I have
1: at any time outside of yeah, that. Yeah. What the
0: fuck? Yeah. I, that was my peak. I was done after that. Was that, our peak. that was our peak. I've, and we I've been d-
1: retired since then. <laughs>
0: We're playing on stage. Jacob played guitar with this flying V guitar. Randy I played Rhodes. on drums with my dad set me up with the fog machine and shit. And like the, fucking doing the, the oh, mirrors in the back of me and tricks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and out um, water out of your mouth. <laughs> and we had no singer at the talent show. Just oh, straight yeah. instrumental. Yeah. Us and Adrian Medina. Yeah, um, Adrian. Then we got Shay to be in it to sing yeah. and stuff. So, anyways, I mean, the point was like we've literally had a lot of creative endeavors throughout our whole lives and just tried different shit, different phases. And I think it's kind of cool because I feel like even though it doesn't seem like it, those things kind of added up to what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. And they're like little skills we had, mm-hmm. we built over time to. Mm-hmm. Gets to this point so I think we built skills
1: you know we we built the skills necessary to work productively in a team mm-hmm. right like like from like what Ryan said like I met this dude in, I'll say kindergarten okay. yeah now, yeah. I mean I met this student and it started off like me and him just skating and scootering and filming videos and doing shit and then like we got tight with Adrian and Shay and then we're doing a band and then like we we've always had this like collaborative mm-hmm. um I guess like disposition like we've always wanted to collaborate with people and and work in teams and stuff and I think like that in my opinion dude that that skill is like invaluable you know and that, and that, yeah. and and that's not to say like hey throw us on a team you know we're going to kill it we're going to do amazing yeah. things like yeah, I'm not fucking stroking our dicks here and shit I'm just saying that like that is a valuable skill that I think all people will benefit having like if you yeah. and 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 it's easier to obtain than people think like I get it, like, social anxiety and shit, like, it, sometimes, like, you know, there's a meme going on about this right now, but, like, I'll be straight up, when, you, when, when you're when you doing roll in the classroom, and you're like, fuck, that's about to get to me, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. there were years oh, in college, sure. I'd be, oh like, 20, God. 21 years, 21 years old, a ba- basically a fucking adult, you know, and they're, like, yeah. about to call me, and I'm, like, looking at the girl next to me, I'm like, oh, Jacob here. And you're, like,
0: planning how but you're gonna it? say it, the tone, <laughs> the fucking, <laughs> the you're delivery.
1: Fa- I'm planning my lunch later that day, yeah. <laughs> like like, everything, yeah, yeah. but, um, no, no, you know, like social anxiety is a real thing. Nervousness is a real thing. All people experience those mm-hmm. things. You can easily help combat that and become more accustomed to um, combating those issues by collaborating with others and find your best friend. Find whoever the fuck yeah. it is. Find your neighbor, whatever it is.
0: Find a homie that you're comfortable with that you work well together and be like, hey, let's let's do let's do this project, like, dude. And I swear, I I feel like I've heard this before too, and it makes sense, like the people that are key that you need in your life are closer to you than you think. A lot of people think like like okay, let's let's take someone who lives like in Kentucky or something is like oh my god, like I'm trying to be a music artist, I need to be in LA. The people I need in my life are in LA. I'm sure there's someone in your neighborhood or someone you know or someone around you that is like the person that you need to be in contact with or like you need to be working with like like people aren't as far away as like people think and like i'm i'm like a religious guy and i feel like you know god puts those people in certain places because he knows they would work well together. get like i mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like a believer in that so i feel like it's definitely um people are definitely closer than you think 100%. you know 100 and especially like
1: <coughs> hey the internet yeah the fucking internet yeah dude. for sure yeah it's like you're you're able to one yes you're right i think people are way closer than mm-hmm. you think too now yeah. with the internet and shit your, your uncle who lives in Kentucky in the fucking house next to you can be like, Hey, I got a buddy who, uh, I used to work with whatever. I can hit him up on Facebook. He lives in Montana mm-hmm. now, but Hey, I can still hit him up. And he does the same thing that you do, whatever, whatever, whatever. Utilize your family, utilize your friends. Like everybody has a network. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody has networked and, and has some sort of network. You don't have to have a, have a business professional network or anything like that to ask your aunt, Hey, yeah. What have you done for the past 10 years? Like, what do you do? Who do you know? I'm trying to get into this industry. Who do you know? Chances are one person in your fucking family has to know someone or something about what you're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And dude, like one thing I've realized too, in this whole game is like, don't ever underestimate the power that one person can bring to like your life. Like, especially with what you're trying to do. Like you never, like, let's say someone is a, a supporter of your music or something, or, you know, looks up to you as a manager or something like you know like if you it, like if you were if you were cool with them and you didn't disregard them and just like ignore them and shit you never know like maybe his brother or something like is someone that you needed in your life to help you with something or like you his uncle was someone that helped you get to the next level or whatever you know what i'm saying like you never know who people are who people know so it's like and i feel like that goes back to the whole kindness thing like always be kind to of people like always be genuine you know what i'm saying like unless Unless you you could fish, like, tell that they're fishy or you're getting a bad gut feeling, like, I mean... Oh, shit. Okay, listen, listen.
1: It's okay to cut people off. Yes. And it's okay to not reply to someone's fucking text message if if it's going to bring about you some sort of negativity. I realize this as I get older and stuff, and, and, you know... Like I said, this this isn't my time is so valuable. Everyone's time is so fucking valuable. Everybody mm-hmm. has 24 hours in a day. Yep. Bill Gates has 24 hours in a day. Yep. It, it doesn't fucking matter. Everybody has 24 hours in a day. If you're associating with someone who is going to negatively impact th- the way that you can use your time or is going to impact your productivity or you just don't want to fucking hang out with them, I get it. Hey. We're all twenty. We're all we're all millennials and Gen Zers and yeah. shit, whatever. And we we're so connected with the internet, and we feel bad if we unfollow someone this or that. Fuck it. You got you. I'm I'm sorry. You got. I'm not sorry. You got to be selfish to an extent. Yeah. You. you there, there is there is an, a a level of selfishness that I believe is healthy. And I want to call it something else other than than selfishness because it has you know such a negative connotation. But you need to look out for like your particular interests and your own success. And and if there's someone hitting you up constantly or whatever that is is just so negatively impacting you that it's like you can't even fucking think straight. Mm-hmm. It's okay to cut them off. It's and it's, it's okay it, and
0: it's it's tough like because you know you can you can be friends with someone for yeah. a long time. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, but. Once you kind of lock in on your purpose or what you're trying to do like maybe that changes because it doesn't line up with them And they're not supporting it and it's kind of like negatively impacting it like what you're saying And that's where it gets kind of tough. But I mean It's like at the end of the day like do do you want to do you want to be the person you want to be or do you want to Constantly feel like you're being dragged down by people who At the end of the day are not really About it like you are You know what i'm saying so I don't know, it definitely gets tough, but yeah. I think over time, like, I've, myself, and I feel like you did too, mm-hmm. have definitely, like, learned that, and just, like, it's not it's not as hard for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I'm just so passionate about what I do, and I, I just, I'm so convinced, like, I know what I want, mm-hmm. that it just, like, anything that gets in my way, I just literally, like, push it away. But, yeah, I don't know, man. I think, like, it's so... When people say, like, you got to surround yourself with, like, the right people, like, it's so true because, like, especially now, like, because i am been getting more spiritual and shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Which like we'll, tarot we'll, cards. We'll suck we'll, we'll, off. We'll talk, right. sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> about
0: that later. But anyways, like, <laughs> I really feel like, I think you would agree with this too. Like, people's energy really rubs off on you. Like, yep. for example, like, I really, if I hang out with someone who's very, like, negative or just, like, talking trash or whatever, I catch myself subconsciously doing that too. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I start doing that to other people. And then if I start doing that to like other people that I want to be around that are professionals, that's going to make me look bad. Mm-hmm. So why would I, sur- why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's where it gets really intricate and like really important mm-hmm. energy wise and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. What's your take on that?
1: <clears throat> I think my take is that I agree and be smart about it. Right. Like, yeah. You don't have to go off and be a fucking asshole to someone yeah. and be like, "You are negatively influencing me. I didn't get my power list done today, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. because of you." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're in control of your own shit. Mm-hmm. If someone is negatively impacting you, y- you know, I'm sorry, you c- you can't use that as an excuse. Oh, I didn't get this done because so and so is texting me. Yeah, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. At the end of the day, you're in control of your own yeah. shit. Um, but I I think I just got to say, have a have a really good genuine reason be smart about it mm-hmm. and be, be as kind as you can about it. That may be like, you know, calling, calling so-and-so and being like, Hey, to be honest, I, I just, I don't think that we're compatible, whatever, whatever. Some people are going to say that's some corny shit, but nah, dude, that's just being a fucking adult is telling someone, Hey, I don't think we vibe well together and I don't want to kick it anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. End of story. Right, but, so- but,
0: but it's like, know the difference between like, if they're just not in your field uh-huh. and like have the same ambitions or if they're like, actually like you can feel yourself feeling dragged down from them. Yeah, like, there's yeah. a difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Pay have, attention
1: to the details. Pay attention like, to the details. Like, we both have friends though.
0: that aren't, like, am- probably ambitious or, like, driven or have, like, these crazy goals, but it's like, that doesn't mean that you should cut them off. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, 100%. If, if, if they're supportive and shit and, like, it's it's cool and, you you know, you're cool around them, like, yeah. I don't think you should cut them off, but, yeah. It's just knowing that difference. But, anyways, tie- tying off of what we're talking about, uh-huh. we got a question from Sarita Juanita Bonita, Sarita. our friend Sarah she's a dope dancer by the way um, but she said might be interesting for people to hear about how artists and managers social circles shrink when we invest more time into what we want to do so what's your take on that? because I think it ties in with what we're talking about
1: how artists and managers social circle social circles shrink as you what was it become when we more, invest more time when we more time I think that is completely inevitable yeah. I, I, I think that isn't exclusive to any particular age group, industry, or people. I think that as you begin to invest in, in something and really invest in something that you, that you have a, a, a strong particular interest in, you're going to, I mean, maybe voluntarily and involuntarily kind of start to like push away people who aren't aligned with that focus and, and goal or vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to hone in on, on a particular group of people that have the same, yeah. uh, you know, desires and, and, you know, yeah. ambitions to an extent or whatever. Um, so I think your social circle will get kind of small. I think it's happened to me for sure. But at the end of the day, aside from being like an artist and a manager and trying to do something very entrepreneurial and whatever, whatever, that's just life, dude. Yeah. Th- that's just life. Like, you know, turning, turning, I'm 23 now. So like from 20 to 23 or whatever, I had some of like the greatest, revelations and life-changing experiences and whatever and i'm sure there's more to come i hope there is more to come and i know a lot of people you probably feel that too um your your circle is going to inevitably get get smaller because only you like going back to what we said your time's valuable yeah realize who is worth your time and to touch on what ryan said just because your friends aren't ambitious and aren't waking up at you know same time you are and fucking getting down or whatever that doesn't mean you guys can't be friends or whatever like be smart about Mm -hmm. it Be friends with people who bring you positivity and great energy, and and um, that's the extent of what I say. And I I think
0: that's natural because, like what you're saying, like if you're if you got like a camera shut off, off. yeah. Give us one second. Yeah, one second. This is our first podcast. Give us a give us a break.
1: What were you saying, bud?
0: Let's wait till we get that on real quick. Dude, that such
1: bullshit. I will just cut it. What were we saying?
0: Did you record it again? Yep. All right. Um, I was just saying it's natural because, you know, when we, when we hone in on what we really want to do, you're naturally going to put, like, m- the majority of your time into that. And the only people that are really going to be around you are the people who, like, fit into that time, like what you're saying. So maybe, like, a few friends here and there. But, like, for me, I mean, literally everyone I know and talk to on a daily basis is people that are aligned with what i'm trying to do or supportive or, of it or supportive yeah, of it yeah, or yeah, yeah. family you know yeah, what i'm saying but yeah. um even even people who are supportive of it i mean i don't talk to them as often because my time is going into is going into the business or like into my artistry so it's like it's definitely like a big shift in my life especially from like high school um or fresh out of high school you know what i'm saying which is probably the same for you but like because it's different because you're like in a bubble you know what i mean you're like you're not really you're not really in the real world until after college or, you well, know. hold on, hold on. Yeah. If I can interrupt you for yeah. a second.
1: This, the whole notion of the real world, fuck the real world. Yeah. You've been in the real world since day one, since you popped out of your yeah, mom's that's vagina. True. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So going back to how, in the beginning of the conversation, my friends or you know, acquaintances who who I'd interacted with oh, when I get into the real world, I'm going to do this. Hey, newsflash, motherfucker, the real world is now. You're, yeah. you're in the real world now. You don't have to wait four years to get your degree or whatever it is to start grinding. Like, the sooner you start working towards your goals, the sooner you're going to well, get it. here's them, the dude. thing,
0: too. If you build a habit of, oh, in four years, I'll get started. It's like, you are never you're, do you're, it. You're forever going to say that because you're always going to have an excuse. And we, we've talked about that before, too. Like, no matter where you are in your life, there will always be a reason or reasons to not do what you want to do. Every day, like, I battle that, too. And I'm sure you do, too. Like, there's always things that I could be doing instead of what I should be doing. You know what I'm saying? But it's always a battle of, like, no, I, I got to sacrifice my time for this because it'll be worth it. And that's what I want to do, you know? So, I want to touch on on this. We're
1: human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like, what Ryan and I are talking about right now, like, we're... we're Okay, well, first off, I think we have a very unique perspective because we are literally in the midst of trying to achieve this entrepreneurial goal. I'm trying to become a fucking unbelievable, uh, unbelievably wildly successful music manager. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be like Scooter Braun, standing behind a fucking yeah. stage, watching Ryan at Madison Square Garden, killing it. And I'm like, wow, I helped coordinate and put that together, and I helped blow this guy up. Mm-hmm. And I want Ryan to be on that stage and be like, damn, you know, I put in the work necessary to achieve this, whatever. whatever. Ryan wants to be an artist. I want to be a music manager. So we have this unique perspective. God, I'm almost losing my train. Of th- I got like a are million thoughts running through me. But you will run into valid excuses. Yes. Okay? So some things are excusable. Like we're not fucking robots, dude. We don't live in a vacuum. Like you might wake up one day and some shit happened. And yeah. it's and and that's why I think you have to be aware of the extremes. Like there are gonna be people so extreme on one end who are like you know, just just live your life. Do what you want. Like, you don't need to be ambitious, whatever, or maybe even more extreme. There are going to be people on the other side completely that yeah. are like, yo, bro, where's my no excuses fucking tank top? I'm about to do 800 push-ups every fucking day for the next yeah. three months. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? There are people on, on other ends of the spectrum. The, I, think, I think the neutral and, and good perspective to have is like, some days you're going to wake up and there is a valid reason you can't do something. And that's yeah. okay.
0: Yeah, so- That's okay. They, he, here's, here's a really way into the power list. Okay, because get it, which get is it. Yes, this yes. is important an important mindset thing that we have going on. So, um, the reason why I love the powerless and we'll talk about what that is. Shout well, ex- out, real, real shout, quick. out Andy, shout out Andy Frisella. Explain it. Explain okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the powerless yeah. is basically created by I think it was created by Andy Frisella. He's an entrepreneur that we really like and follow. Listen to his podcast or so check him out. Um, his podcast was called the MFCEO Project, but now it's called Real AF. With Annie Priscilla. go check it out. There's some great stuff in there, um, great mindset stuff. And oh, basically, yeah. the power list is f- you have to you have to list out five critical tasks that you that are gonna push you forward um, with your career. And those five critical tasks, they need to be something that are something things that are kind of a little uncomfortable that are gonna push you a little bit harder than, let's say, like, you know, you're not gonna put like, I'm gonna brush my teeth this morning. Or I'm gonna eat one piece of fruit. I'm gonna gas up <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna gas up my car today. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. It's so, they gotta be five tasks that which normally for me is like actionable tasks. Yeah, which is like yeah, yeah. for me like read a couple chapters of a book, dance, sing, worked out work out, write a song, you know, just things like that. So um but the the key with it is like it's it's really a momentum builder. It sounds stupid and it sounds like pretty easy, but the thing is it's a momentum builder. So there's something called the compound effect, which there's a book that Jacob read that I haven't read yet. But basically they talk oh, Did I give it to you? Not yet. I'll give it to but, you. Next time I come through yet. But basically it's it talks about how when you do things period, periodically for a, a while, little things compound into big things. So basically, if I did five tasks every day mm-hmm. for a year, that is what's whatever five times three hundred and sixty-five is, and that's probably way more than someone who gets a couple things done a week. You know what I'm saying? But they don't realize it because they don't, have a, they don't have a gauge for that on a daily basis. So they're just kind of going blindly. So at the end of the day, if you do all five tasks, you put either a W or an L on the paper. Now, this is important because you, you're keeping a notebook of things of uh, every day. Now, you now at the end of the week, I check my whole week from Monday to Sunday. How many W's did I have and how many L's did I have? W is a win or a loss. Yeah, W stands for win and L stands for loss. Um... And so the, the key is you want to have more wins per week per losses. Obviously, the what Jacob was saying, like, you're not going to be perfect. I'm not perfect with it. He's not perfect with it. But the goal is to get better over time. And so when you do that, you're going to notice big results, more confidence in yourself, more momentum. You're going to be more sure of what you're doing and more sure of what yourself. You're going to see results. And it's literally, it's literally like when he showed me that podcast of Andy, he's the one who showed me. And I think his homie Marcos showed him, right?
1: My buddy Marcos, shout out Marcos Alvarado, who also yeah. is a like a very business oriented, yes. just di- just disciplined hard worker. He's a great guy, one of my good friends. He showed me that podcast. I showed it to Ryan. Ryan is mm-hmm. a fucking different person <laughs> After, Like, there's there's yeah, like that's how my life is. There's pre powerless yes. Ryan and post powerless yes. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah.
0: And same with you too, bro. Like, it's just like it's really made a difference, like in what we're doing. And I just feel like there's a whole new energy. Oh yeah, that yeah. we brought to the table after this.
1: Well, I think the most important part of the power list is like, there's a couple things. It it, and this is just like, to to at a, at a foundational level, having structure in your day yeah. and a and a written list of things. Hey, I know I need to accomplish this today. Number one, it gives you a good roadmap. Mm-hmm. It gives you motivation. You're like, okay, cool, I have something mm-hmm. to do today, I have something to accomplish. Because all people have trouble getting getting motivated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody does. Um so I think it's a good motive it's a good motivational tool. And most importantly, I think it helps build discipline. Yes. Discipline. I mean, in my opinion, like if I had to define it right off the top, I would say it's it is the the willingness or ability to do things. When you know you gotta do them, even if you don't wanna fucking do them, yeah. And to con- and to stay consistent doing those mm-hmm. things. And
0: I think it's it's not discipline. It's it's only discipline when you don't feel like doing it, in my opinion. Because I feel like if you do it when you feel like it, it's like that's habit. It's easy. Like anybody can okay, do that. Okay. If I feel like if I feel like writing a song because I'm in the mood and in the zone, that's easy. Like it's fun. But it's discipline when I'm like dragging and I'm tired and I'm like, fuck, I'd rather do anything but write this song right now. But I'm gonna do it anyway. Like to me that's what discipline is. So
1: well okay. And 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 I, I touched on this a little while ago. These are things that you know you can do. These are things that you know you can fucking do. Yeah. Once again, mm-hmm. we're all human. Things are going to happen mm-hmm. in life, some sort of, you know, quote-unquote excuse. If it fucked up, shit happens. Yeah. You may not be able to get everything done you want in the day, whatever, whatever. But but realistically, most things that are brought forward to you every single day are things, most things are things that you have control of and things that you can act upon. Like my power list typically is the same every day. Mm-hmm. C- roughly the same every day. It has something to do with... uh with being a music manager, so that might be like reaching out to a blog, that might be connecting with someone over Instagram or calling a, a booking agent or, or doing some marketing shit for Ryan, whatever it is, and then I have stuff because I want to be like a great musician too, I love playing guitar, I'm passionate about it, so I try to practice a particular like technique or exercise. So there's these things. Guess what? All of those things... Even at the end of the day when I'm like, ugh, I still have my power list to do. God damn it. Those are things that I could do. These aren't like impossible fucking crazy things. Like the actions that you need to take to to be successful, to be the person that you want to fucking be, you can do. They're attainable. They're attainable. Just build the fucking discipline and take the fucking action.
0: And it's not even it's like it's not even that hard too. Like it's like it's just it's a little it's it's a little extra effort. It's not really like a whole I'm gonna go, you know, like it's not it's not that crazy. It's just it just takes a little push every day in my opinion. But it's like the the cool thing about the powerless that I love the most is okay, as an as a music artist, I look up to like the best of the best. So like I love Chris Brown, I love Michael Jackson, I love Justin Bieber, like Top tier artists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and when I look at that and I look at myself, it's so easy to be overwhelmed and be like, "Oh my God, I need to be singing, dancing, writing, um, just doing all sorts of things every single day, all day long, to like really get to their level." Like, but like just that thought is overwhelming because it's like, "How many? How am I gonna do that?" If you get people telling you like, "Oh, you got to be dancing nine hours a day," it's like, "How the fuck do you do that?" Like, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta like, eat. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> like I don't know I feel like people throw out hours like that And shit like that it's not really I, It's not realistically like that I think it's Scheduled out and it's like planned But that's why I love the power list because it's like Yo all I have to do is Follow these five things every single day I do the tasks and I Can push myself a little more every day And then at the end of the day I could just fuck off I could do whatever I want to do Fuck And yeah, not dude. feel guilty about it yeah. because If you have a gauge where you're talking about five Different things and you just do those Things you know you won the day
1: Dude, I hey, won the day guess guess what If it's Saturday night and all my friends are going out to DTF and I finished my power list and killed it I'm meeting up and getting fucked up yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna have a yes. damn good and you're gonna, time And I'm not gonna feel, guilty and I'm not it. Gonna feel good because I know that I set something up for myself I told myself I was gonna fucking do something and I accomplished it and this this is for anyone you want to you want to you like gardening cool Go plant your fucking kale and cauliflower, put it on your power list, plant three little nugs of cauliflower or whatever the fuck they're called, you know? And at the end, it it gives you a gauge of like, hey, I accomplished it. It is tangible. That's the thing is if you want to accomplish something, you need to set up tangible, realistic, actionable steps that you can take and execute upon to reach it and I think people get overwhelmed, like you said, because they don't gauge shit. People just talk and talk and they're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that, whatever. Ryan and I, and I'm pretty sure everyone else who follows the powerless, like Andy Frisella says, you write that shit down. Yeah. You take a pen and you, and you cross off every single yeah. thing that you accomplished and you're able to build this amazing gauge of like, Hey, uh, you can weigh your accomplishments. It's and pretty the, be- fucking and awesome. the
0: best part to me is like, it builds confidence. Like I've never mm-hmm. seen a confidence in myself. Yeah before this whole shit because like yeah, if yeah. you notice like damn i'm knocking these things out every fucking day you're like you're almost like dude like i'm I, a beast i know <laughs> I, I know other people who are trying to do this are not doing that yeah yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying like you yeah. know that you're you're kind of sneaking ahead with shit you know what i'm saying so it's i don't know it's 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 really cool like i feel like that really changed my life when you show me that podcast so shout out andy frisella um i remember man like I remember that day too, like I was the, the, <laughs> night, bro, the night before, I swear to God, I was oh crying God. in this RV on the floor. I was like fucking depressed. Like I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Cause I was overwhelmed. I'm like, dude, like how, how am I going to do this? Like, how do I, how am I going to be a big artist? Like how am I going to, you know, like I felt like giving up Yeah. and I still feel like that sometimes, but not, not as heavy, but like I yeah. feel like giving up and shit. And then you show me that podcast and I was like, I'm just going to try it. One sec. Okay. I think it drops every like 12 minutes or some shit. Dude, we gotta Um, fix that shit. I know.
1: Oh, card full.
0: Damn. Son of a bitch. We'll just use that side then. That's all right, yeah. Go on. Um, Should we move the camera like in the middle then? Real quick. Yeah. All right. It's our first podcast. Cut us some some slack. Whoa. You can probably just cut it, too. Who knows? Yeah.
1: Fuck. I mean, this angle on its own is fucking fire, dude. Okay,
0: cool. For all y'all on Spotify, Apple Music, we apologize.
1: Nah, I'm gonna cut this out. Don't worry.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, don't tell
0: me this was
1: never recording. For real? I'd shit my pants. Why the fuck do It wasn't? I don't think so. We just used audio. fucking hit that
0: shit. God That's all good. Damn it. Um, Son of a fucking bitch. All right, three, two, one. But anyways, so it was interesting because I was like super depressed that night. You showed me that podcast. You picked me up in your car and I was sitting outside and we were literally right outside of my house listening to that podcast. I remember in your suburban. Or Expedition, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs>
1: it's the Almighty Expedition, <laughs> goddammit. Ex- 5.4 liter V8 I'm, I'm engine. Like, I'm like, not good of with cars. Bitch.
0: I'm not good with cars. And we were sitting in there, and I was like, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to try it. And that was a year ago. That was like late June, I think. And um, I was like, I'm going to try it. I started doing it on my whiteboard, and I transferred over the notebook, and I literally found that it was like, it changed like everything for me. So.
1: Power list is good, man. The power list is good, and I want to jump into the questions, too, like, a couple more questions we have, but I do want to say this, too. Like, guys, we're... I'm 23. Ryan's 22. We're a bunch... We're, like, an up-and-coming duo. We don't... We don't know everything, and I I always want to be a student of the game. I don't think... We're never gonna know everything, but, like, we're just sharing the shit that we've learned over the past two years working formally together and the lifetime of like being best friends and creative, creative partners and business partners and friends. Like, you know, I think that we, like I said earlier, have a, have a valuable take on it. Cause we're in it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to like listen to webinars and talk to different people who are already, you know, have quote unquote made it or whatever. But it's like, dude, like We might not, you know, make it for another three years or four years or whatever, but I love to be able to tell what the fuck is going on throughout those years Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, you know, we don't know everything, but we're just providing insight on the things that we've experienced and uh, hopefully that helps you too. Yeah. Let me, let me get to one of these questions right here. All right. Let's see. Question one. How are two guys as handsome as you sing? No, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) kidding. All right. Um, let's see. XX Genesis XX. That sounds like a fucking MapleStory <laughs> username or whatever. <laughs> XX Blade Thrower X, capital X. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think that's BBG Genesis, right? Her, that used to be her username. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of Ryan's awesome supporters and fans. She said, What's your favorite hobby? Do all we do is
0: hustle, bro? We just hustle 24 7 or what? We got hobbies. Um,. You go first. I'm trying to think.
1: Um, I love playing guitar. I like playing yeah. guitar. I I pretty much play every single day. I've been playing pretty much my whole life. My dad's a guitarist. My brother's a musician. He played in bands and shit. And my hobby is like, yeah, when I'm like not mm-hmm. doing shit, like I play guitar and I also play in a band called Arrogant Magician. If anyone wants to check us out on and Spotify. Hard and- for me too. I play guitar for Ryan and stuff, that's what's awesome is I have that creative outlet as a manager. I feel like that's an advantage I have as a manager is like I technically Mm -hmm. am an artist too, you know. I produce records and shit like that with the band, so it's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, love playing guitar. I fucking love being outdoors, dude. Like, I, I, and for all the people that grind and that are like stuck in the office or whatever, like today, like the past like week, dude, I've I've been working like in the mornings and midday and night and everything, like working my ass off on a computer. In my little office, in my house, in my studio. And yeah. I just... Dude, like, when you put me in the San Gabriel Mountains or whatever, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Or outside of LA or whatever, I'm, I'm chilling, man. Like, yeah. I'm fucking chill. I love camping. Um, I just camped with my friends at this place called San Gorgonio, which is next to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dude, it was just it was just awesome man like I I'm gonna start fucking talking a bunch of shit about how great it was but yeah it was great so I love being outdoors and I love making music like I love playing guitar I love making records and shit too and all that shit what about you?
0: for me I would say um, I haven't done it in a long time bro like probably like two years Um, but going to like Glamis like hell, yeah. hell yeah brother and saying, get out like, to glamis god damn it like riding i don't ride dirt bikes but i ride like the quad and like i don't know i just have a good time doing that i definitely love like that environment and like what you're saying like anywhere like outdoors or anything just like adventurous mm-hmm. or just like something that's just like refreshing yeah i just love anything like that like you know canoeing Comedy, <laughs> comedy, whatever, canoeing, canoeing, you know, uh, going to like Havasu, Glamis or what, you know, just like just fun stuff like that. Um, I, w- I would say I definitely haven't done that a lot recently because I've just, I always felt like I'd rather just like work, but, um, I definitely, you need love, that. Love, yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I definitely got to get better at that. Um, balancing that. Um, I would say that's those are my main hobbies though.
1: Yeah. I think another one I forgot to touch on that kind of ties into like the adventurous like outdoor stuff. Like I think this is such like a just a part of my life that I don't even really consider it like a hobby. It's just like what I do. I've been riding BMX for the past ten years. And I started really
0: fucking good too.
1: Thanks, bro. By I, the st- way. <laughs> I started riding when I was thirteen and like got a 2010 Fit Street one bike and I was like holy shit this is crazy so I've been riding BMX going to like my local skate park for 10 years and like riding around with my best friends Dylan and Nico and a bunch of my other homies and like it's just another like outdoors thing like we're outside at skate parks we're at street spots like there was a time where we were like filming a lot of shit like I don't think we ever put the the edit out that we wanted to or whatever but like yeah dude I fucking love just being outdoors riding BMX grinding on shit Mm -hmm. fucking fucking around with my friends on bikes like we'll go to a parking lot like Dylan and Nico will hit me up and They'll be like, hey, come through, we're here, I And we'll be in a parking lot, dude. Like, mm-hmm. doing tricks on flat ground, fucking around, playing yeah. bike. And it's just awesome, dude.
0: My other hobby is parkour. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else we got right here. The Graz official. Shout out Grazi. Yes. What do you guys do outside of music? That kind of tied into, you know, the last question. But what do we do outside of music is that. I like to work out, too.
0: Yeah, work yeah.
1: out, yeah. Yeah, I work out pretty much every day. I bench like 405 pretty much every day. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty sick. Okay, um...
0: Do you want to switch off?
1: Oh, you got to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask some. Um...
0: Okay, this is a quick question for me, but when are are you doing your next new album, and when do you think you're going to release it? So, Double R Part 2 is coming out. Um, I pretty much already got the songs done. Are you choosing me, or what?
1: I was just fucking around. I'm sorry. (laughs) um,
0: I pretty much got all the songs done, just putting it together, and um, probably going to release it somewhere in August, early September, latest, maybe, so... Um, the other one is um, okay. This is for both of us. Who are your biggest aspiration or inspirations? Yeah, from Steph Dog Twenty Four.
1: Shout out Steph Dog. My dad for sure. Okay, hundred percent. My dad. My dad works his ass off. Has worked his ass off my whole life. Both of my parents, my mom and dad. So they put a pretty strong, like, work ethic and drive in me, I think, and, like, ambition, because my dad was a business owner for 14 years. Fucking, the dude's, like, turned wrenches my entire life. Come, mm-hmm. He's come home with, like bloody bruised hands and grease all over him and shit, and I've seen that, and he's still a mechanic, so after he stopped owning his own business, he is still a mechanic, you know, so and that fucker works, dude, like my dad, like, you know, he had the day off today or whatever and I walk into my garage and he's like sweating like, yeah, I I just had to wash the car, give the car an oil change, do this, whatever (laughs) so he grinds, so like, my biggest inspiration, and my mom supports the hell out of him, and she like, she will do anything, she's like, okay, you you have this job to do, whatever, whatever, you need to be up at this time, like, I'll make you a lunch I will ensure that you do this, get here on time, whatever. I'll take care of this at the house. Supportive. Like Supportive as fuck, dude. They are, they are like the perfect fucking little like duo powerhouse couple. They're That's amazing. Awesome, so That's my awesome. parents, 100%. And then um, professional? I'll, I'll let you go. I'll think about it a little okay. bit, but but yeah.
0: Um, I got a few artists I'll name and then just a couple other people. But um, artist-wise, I really love Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, Justin Bieber. um. Eric Bellinger, Jacob Lattimore, those are like kind of my top people. Um, also, another person who inspires me is Danny Lay. She's a huge uh, inspiration for me. She's really dope. We saw her live one time. She's really dope. Um, and Andy Frisella, who we were talking about earlier. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tim Grover. Oh the, the, shit! We'll the man, into, the we'll, boss. We'll get into him in a sec. He's the but boss. He, he was a uh, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne. Dwayne Wade and all those guys like trainer. Um and he's wrote a book called Relentless that we both read and that like I just live by that shit. Like that's such a good book. But um him and then also um who was I gonna say my dad too. My dad is a big inspiration. He's he's really talented musically, so he's the one that got me into music in the first place. And um I got a lot of inspirations. Wow. Hell oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. And um I wanna shout out one of our homies too, Nathan James. Oh he's de- dude, he's definitely an inspiration. Dude. Like just the way he works and the way he moves yeah. and like his mind and shit and uh if,
1: dude, if I could touch on that real yeah. quick. Yeah, Ryan introduced me to to Nathan James, Nate James yeah. through uh what do we go to like a listening party or something or sure, whatever, but we I I've had the the opportunity to hang out with him maybe like two or three times or whatever and like mm-hmm. he just provided us like awesome yeah. insight, advice. Like he's just a real genuine dude who hustles his fucking ass off yeah he is the definition of like a person who like sets goals accomplishes them and fucking kills it and i think his work shows it dude mm-hmm. and so one, y- one, yeah man that, time that we were, guy's a beast
0: one time we were in arizona and um he ended up carpooling with us all the way back home to la
1: yeah and, bro yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: dropping wisdom and gems and like he literally wrote out like a whole shit for me like i typed it in my notes i yeah. still have it too it was like King Kong State of Mind and all this uh-huh, shit like, uh-huh. yep, and I literally yep, yep. have a list of like a bunch of gems that yeah. he gave me but um yeah he's a beast man yeah for sure so he's a dope photographer dope artist and um yeah so he's another one for sure Oh yeah, no. anyone else that you thought of? um
1: I'm telecom- not- <laughs> no I was literally yeah. gonna say that yeah I don't I don't know if I, like, I, like I said, I, I get a lot of my inspiration, like, from my parents and my family, like, Mm -hmm. my brother, sister, like, all them, like, they work hard as fuck and, and are successful, which is awesome, and they, like, um, really inspire me, but if there was, like, I guess some sort of business person or whatever, I, I just think, like, it's, (laughs) people are gonna be like, you fucking Metallica dick ride or whatever it is, nah, fuck that shit, Metallica, dude, Metallica is, is undeniably one of the most successful bands of all fucking time.
0: That's awesome. Of all time. Yeah.
1: The Black Album sold 16 million copies and that sh- and Master of Puppets changed the fucking landscape of rock and metal music. It's it, You can't deny that. Are there more technically proficient musicians? Yes. Are there other people that have maybe put out a better album than them? Absolutely. Everyone's gonna argue that St. Anger's shit, whatever. I like all their shit and I I just, I think I'm so inspired by Metallica and also like Michael Jackson. Like, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. like I'm, t- I'm telling like the top dogs, yes. like Queen, Michael Jackson, Metallica, like the top of the top. Yeah. Um metallica and all those other dudes
0: like fuck dude they just make me realize like yo you can accomplish some crazy shit yeah and and the thing with metallica too is like i'm not really like a metal guy yeah i like i don't listen to them by choice and shit but i do like i I, i'm also inspired by them because like of how relevant they've stayed yeah and how timeless that they are like they were still going right before covid and everything like still on their world tour and stuff Right. yeah
1: yeah I mean I mean just to just to show like yeah. what, what what fucking level these guys are on like I went and saw Metallica they, they I think they released their their most recent album Hardwired to Self-Destruct in 2016 my homie Zeke and I shout out Zeke we went to the Rose Bowl in July 2017 and saw them they continued that world tour they were on for two fucking years mm-hmm. after we saw them I was on their Instagram and shit in 2019 two years after we saw them and they're still touring Dang. how Fucking big do you gotta be to tour the world for three years yeah. come on dude that fires me the fuck up dude so that's yeah yeah man yeah and, that, and yeah
0: and what's cool about them and also like someone like chris brown who i'm a big fan of like, yeah like it's like even when they're not cult- quote unquote culturally popular right they still have their diehard fan base that's like that. huge as fuck yeah. like it's like no matter what they do like they're still going to succeed cuz they still have that huge fan base that are going to back them no matter what even if they're not culturally like in the mainstream media and in the news and shit cuz you know what i mean so that's what i love about that too
1: that's amazing dude yeah there's i could sit here and talk about the greats like that forever so we we'll, yeah. more questions <laughs> we'll keep going uh let's see what we got um the homie mason at kayokudo.music shout out mason what do you find to be the most rewarding part of the creative process and business? That's
0: cool. Hit go it. first hit it. Um, the most rewarding part for me is to see different people's reactions to what like songs I've made, for example. Um, it's cool to see like different people have different favorite songs that I've done. Um, even like even the ones that I think are the best ones, they might not be the best ones in other people's eyes. It might be the one that I thought was like okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the magical part about creativity is like it's always subjective. Like it's never, it's never really like right or wrong. And you can kind of just create, and that helps me kind of create more freely too. And just be like, you know what, I'm not liking all this coming out, but I'm gonna finish it anyways because you never know that this can change this one person's life, mm-hmm. and it can really be a like a, a whole phase in their life that they live by this song. Like because we have albums and songs like that too, where it's like there's certain albums or songs where. When we were in the seventh grade, like this created a whole fucking feeling for us for our whole seventh grade year.
1: Mm -hmm, And maybe mm. the band
0: didn't even like that album or that song, but they don't know that that like affected our seventh grade life. Amberlin, yes, the feel good drag. (laughs) (laughs) That was my shit, bro. (laughs) So that's for me. Like that's that's mine.
1: Yeah, I think I have a pretty similar answer, and it's just like seeing results. Like that's the most rewarding part to me. Like, like Ryan said, like your song might not be the best shit that you thought it was or whatever but you just put it out whatever like dude like one to touch on the creative process like working with my band like when we finish a record I'm just ecstatic Mm -hmm. I'm like yo dude we fucking went out here and recorded and, and put something out into the world and there is a result There's a result right in front of me. I love that. Like, that's cool. And on the business end of things, too, like, results. Like, Ryan and I are finally starting to see, like, a really substantial increase Mm -hmm. in his, uh, like, Spotify numbers and Mm -hmm. all other streaming platforms. Like, his Instagram's going up, all this shit. Like, he has listeners and fans, like, new people that are commenting on his shit. And just to see results from, like, any sort of process is fucking inspiring, dude. And it's awesome.
0: And going off what you just said, too, like... Aside from even just like the following and the numbers, because I used to get caught up in that shit like yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, Like just the growth as like an artist and a growth, manager yeah, and yeah, a, yeah. a team, and just like the knowledge that we're getting. Like yeah. it's like it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy because we're really out here every day. Hell like yeah! Really dude. doing this shit and like really absorbing and taking. We're like sponges, like taking in yeah. knowledge and like just getting better and shit. So that that's the most exciting part for me too. Is like the behind the scenes shit that. People probably don't get to see, mm-hmm. um, cause I mean, I guess we document a lot of it on social media, but I would say like the majority of it we don't. Yeah. And it's like it's exciting to know like, damn, like we're really scheming some shit and like, yeah, and what we want to happen is really gonna happen. Like I I wholeheartedly believe that we are gonna be successful and that we are gonna make waves in the industry. Like I don't care what anyone thinks listening to this podcast right now. Like I'm convinced. And I'm gonna owe it I'm gonna owe a lot to the power list. <laughs> because yeah. I don't know, like I, I just feel like we have that confidence now and it's yeah. it's fun. It's fun now. You yeah.
1: Know? Well one last thing I wanna touch on um is like take yourself seriously, dude. Like like I was I was working with Ryan like informally for a year and a half or whatever it was like, hey let me manage you, ha ha ha, whatever. I was mm-hmm. taking pictures for him, like doing flyers, helping him, like at his gigs and shit, whatever it was. And then like we sat down one day and it's like I shook his hand and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be your manager. And I'm gonna build a fucking website." www.densitymgmt.com. Yeah. And Ryan was like, "You know what? I'm gonna dress the part." And we and and we we linked up. Like we started building our team. Like we linked up with Sticks. Shout out Sticks, who is like an unbelievable choreography, creative director, who's helping Ryan with his style. Mm-hmm. Like we're working with Joe joseph films who's like an unbelievable videographer like we're investing money into this like we like hey no shit we're a business like we pay to advertise we we have to put gas in the tank when ryan has a show like there's shit that we pay for and we save up for that and we know that we have to pay money for this mm-hmm. and we take this shit fucking seriously like when people talk to me and they're like what do you do i say i'm a music manager yeah am i a fucking multi-million dollar you know Moshe or anything like that not yet Not yet, but I'm a music manager. I market this guy's music, and I help him achieve his shit, and I facilitate all his business deals and transactions. And Ryan's the same fucking thing. Is he playing Madison Square Garden? No, but we're sitting in this fucking RV right
0: here inside the RV,
1: and and you're doing it. You're living the part. We're living the part.
0: So take it seriously. And I think that's the dopest thing, too. Like, you know, lock in on on that one thing. Lock in on that shit that you want to do, like, and focus on that thing. You know what I'm saying? You can do other things, too, but, like, really have that thing. So where someone asks you, you say, I do this. Yep. Because that's the difference like a lot of people who are creatives especially I I noticed and I was too like this doing a bunch of different shit like I do this and this and this and this and this on the weekends I do this and I help out with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when people ask you like what do you do? It's like, "Oh, I do all this shit." But it's like you're not really you're not really doing what it needs what it takes to become great at that one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it really takes most, the majority of your time and effort to to become great at that one thing that you want to do. So it's really exciting for me, like, when people... um, Because I was an Uber driver and shit, so, like, people would always ask me, like, oh, what do you do, like, aside from Uber? I would always just be like, I'm a music artist. And, like, to me, that was, like, such a powerful feeling to just be like, I do this. And, like, like, oh, cool, you have songs? I have songs, yes, boom, play them in my car. There it is, yep. And it's just, like, I... I do this. And in that, in that book Relentless by Tim Grover that mm-hmm. we that we like. He says um he says when when people ask Kobe Bryant what does he do? He say he says I give out numbers or like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah, I do yeah. this.
1: I give out points or some shit like that mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So, yeah, yeah,
0: I think it's really cool to <clears throat> to think that way, you know. Yeah.
1: And like you're going to run into imposter syndrome right yeah, which is sure. I, I think I think if I'm if I'm saying it correctly the definition of imposter syndrome is like you don't feel like you're truly what you say you are like mm-hmm. you feel like an imposter yeah, yeah right so that may happen to like aspiring entrepreneurs um people trying to achieve some sort of accolade whatever it is or, or be someone someone trying to like build an identity for themselves and here's the deal how do you combat it? uh imposter syndrome take the actions necessary to ensure that you're not an imposter Mm -hmm. i felt like that for a while i was like oh my god my instagram bio says artist manager creating enhancing and expanding the careers of music artists oh my god whatever and we were having like a bad month like with ryan's numbers and all this shit i was like you know what fuck that what do i have to do to be a music manager that creates enhances and expands the career as a music artist. Okay, I need yeah. to market him better. I need to build his network and my network better. So I started looking into fucking different advertising and marketing strategies and schemes. I started connecting with different people, all these things. And now we're f- we're seeing that growth and that yep. achievement and everything. I don't feel like an imposter anymore. Yeah. I'm not making a million dollars. But if you tell me I'm not a music manager, fuck you. Cause I am. Yeah. Okay? I'm not that's a fucking hard. imposter. So
0: that's that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. And I feel the same way, man. Like I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm really an artist, like, really trying to get it, you know, so, and I, and I, and I think it's so important that your whole team, uh, the people that surround you are also about it, because it's, it's tough to kind of have, like, a link, a missing link, or, like, someone who's, like, not really fully in it, like, you are, and it's almost not fair, because it's, like, damn, like, I'm really putting all this shit, but, like, someone else isn't really giving me their all, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of dragging me down in a way, or whatever, but, luckily, like, that's why I, I always, like, every night, I'm, like, I'm, I always, I'm, I'm I'm religious so I like I pray and stuff and I'll pray to God and be like dude I am grateful like I'm so I feel so yeah, blessed right. because even even at this level like I I would even consider like I'm not really at like a or we're not really at a crazy level not I mean we're still getting started and shit so yeah, it's like absolutely, but, but I'm dude. so yeah, grateful yeah, yeah, yeah. that the foundation is so dope yes. like we, our foundation is so sick and like that makes me that's what makes me believe in what we're doing that much more like yeah. even though you know other people have better results and like i'm sure you know people are far f- way farther along than we are and shit who are like our peers and whatever but it's like dude like we have that foundation Absolutely and we right. are getting it every day like it's only a fucking matter of time to where it's like things really start working in our favor yep. and i think that faith is just like the most important part like of this whole thing you know
1: you're the man hey <laughs> you're the man yeah man and i'm i'm glad that like throughout that whole journey everyone's here to to see what goes down man
0: and even though he said like we're taking it serious like we're having fun with it too like yeah 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 like make sure you get into something that like you fucking love dude yes you know what i'm saying
1: yes you 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 gotta love what you do like all that shit sounds so corny and cliche oh love what you do you'll never work a day in your life whatever but hey we don't i'm like i got fucking million things to say but we don't live in a video game guys Like, you have to pay bills, you have to do shit, you have to find a fucking job, Yeah, make it something that you like. Okay, Mm -hmm. make it something that you love find out what it is whatever because I guarantee if you go out and get a degree I'm telling you guys. I went to fucking business school for almost five years If you go and get a degree in something you don't like, uh, yeah I don't really like it that much. It'll make me a lot of money It it won't it will make me a lot of money I don't really like it that much though Whatever go find that thing that fires you the fuck up I guarantee you'll make ten times more money doing that shit because you're gonna have the drive passion and fucking commitment Mm -hmm. and willingness to Succeed. Yeah, that's gonna bring you that money yeah. Is that going to happen overnight? Probably not. It doesn't happen to anyone overnight. It may take years. It may take a long time. It may take a lot, of, a lot of sacrifice like we've been talking about. But the bottom line is that it will happen because you're dedicated and you have a burning desire. Ooh. A burning desire to accomplish something that you love. So, man, I think I think that was...
0: And, and real quick, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just to, to wrap it up too. Like, Hit it. Um, going off the way he says, like, finding what you love to do. you still like I feel like you still got to realize, though, you're not going to love it every day.
1: Mm, like be be careful
0: with that shit though because don't let a bad month or a bad part of your career of like where you're struggling and shit make you think that you actually don't love it anymore you have to know the difference of like yo you gotta like really trust your instinct with it and your gut and just know like of what it is you truly love to do but realize that probably most of the because t- like for me for example, most of the time of and the effort and the days that I put into this shit it's not fun like it's not it's still it's still I hate to say it but it's still kind of work like it's still it still takes like extra energy that I don't want to put in. it takes a willingness that sometimes I don't want to do um, and sometimes it sucks like it's suck like it sometimes' it's emotional sometimes it's hard sometimes like I feel like giving up you know but it's like at the end of the day, I know deep down, like, this is my purpose. Yes. And I think knowing the difference between that and, like, quote-unquote, loving it every day, like, there's a difference. And you got to recognize that, so.
1: 100. Yeah. 100%, bro. Man, I appreciate the hell out of everybody listening. Fucking... Yeah. If if you're listening to this on a service that has ratings or whatever, give us five stars. Yep. Whatever, whatever. Good reviews. Yeah. Well, hey, we're we're trying to we're trying to get above the MF CEO project. <laughs> that shit's number yeah. one. No, But yeah. but yeah, man, leave us a good review. We appreciate it. We're gonna be back talking shit for the next who who knows how long. But hey, bro, I'm glad we executed on this. You're the man. For sure. I'm, I'm and glad and we're killing anything it.
0: you guys want us to talk about or to know about or whatever it is, like just. Hit us up and we'll we'll definitely include it. So hit
1: us up. Instagram at Ryan Ramirez Official at J A C X B M-O-O-R-E. I gotta figure out a better way to say that, but yeah, man. Peace out.
0: What's in your mind for you and Varai? I'm trying to decide when you look in your eyes, yeah. I mean my size, but your feelings inside you.